Welcome back to the Igniting Dreams Within podcast, where we solve life and business problems that transform businesses and individuals into happier and fulfilled ones. Welcome back to Pursuing Purpose Holistically in an African context. This is where we discuss how do we pursue our purpose in our own African context. And I must admit that this has been a very, very, very difficult, difficult uh, 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 part one or, or lesson one for me to start because there are so many angles that I wanted to come at this podcast. And thankfully, yesterday I was having a wonderful, powerful engagement with my friend Dukes. And because of what we spoke about I then I, I was then alerted or I then got a revelation of the direction that we should be taking on this podcast. So for lesson number one, I want us to talk about the colonization project. If you are taking notes, make sure that you've got something to write down so that after we are done, I'm not going to give you references uh, and waste uh, too much time talking about the references where you can find no 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 you go and do your own research and then you'll send in a question or then we can engage on a debate so i want us to start with the romans and the roman empire you know because when you check history it's been said that uh, uh, the romans or the roman empire was probably the biggest and the most successful the most successful kingdom in history now, I want us to focus on the Romans because when we come to Africa, there are some important things that you and I are going to learn or we are going to discover that, 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 made, the, uh, that made the slavery of Africa, not only j- just the physical slavery of Africa, but even the most important of them or the mental slavery of Africa, a success. Now, the, the, Roman, the, the Romans were a very fascinating, were a very fascinating kingdom. Now, when you go back into history, you'll find that every time when the Romans, when they colonized or when they attacked a country, in that country that they attacked, they would first check what was the most valuable thing in this country that we, we, we can possess. When they got to other countries, they found that it was the natural resources. Then they would go there, they would start mines, then every time they would mine whatever it is, whether it was gold, diamonds, or whatever it is that they found in the natural resources, which was good, they would then uh, 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 send their ships, send their military to go and maybe protect that particular area. Then every time after they've mined whatever it is that they would, they would have admired if they were mining, if maybe it was in terms of foods and whatever, they would then make sure that whatever it is that they found, they send protection to go and guard it. Then after that, then they would make sure that they send it back home in the Roman Empire where Caesar, uh, where Caesar would be, uh, uh, would be presiding there. And, and and when you check, when you check the, the, the first the first fascinating the first fascinating country that they invaded and they conquered uh, uh, was Greece. Now the fa- the fascinating thing about Greece was that when they got to Greece, uh, they realized that these guys, these guys were thinkers. They were thinkers, and 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 it's where you in Greece. That's where we got we we we, we get Socrates, 
every thinker, every thinker that you admire, every thinker uh, that maybe you might have had learned about in your philosophy classes, in your theology classes, every great thinker that you like and admire from Socrates, Aristotle, every great thinker. You would find that that's where we get even most of our things. Things like uh, uh, the entertainment industry. It, 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 was, it was born there in Greece because that's where they had theater, where you would find that uh, there were actors in the community who, and maybe, I don't know, if, uh, for argument's sake, let's take, for example, Athens. When they, were, when they had created their plays or whatever, and they would be presenting it in the courts, maybe in Athens or wherever, that that's where theater, or even we could even say the acting, the entertainment industry was also born. So because of the fact that the Greece were uh, were very were, were very powerful thinkers, when the Romans invaded Greece and they conquered Greece, when they realized how powerful, uh, when they realized how powerful the Greece were, and how great thinkers they were, they made sure that they preserved. Underline this: they made sure that they preserved whatever it is that they could of of Greece. Why? Because uh, uh, w- w- when the Romans were going about. Uh, Invading, invading, whether maybe when they were invading the whole world, when they were colonizing whatever country they got to, because of the fact that they realized that no, this Greece, this Greece guys, they are they are very magnificent thinkers. They never destroyed uh, anything. They, they didn't. They didn't destroy their libraries, because in the libraries, that's where you found. They are thinking material where you would find uh, they are written articles. The maybe if if it was Socrates, he he had written up nice nice articles. And when when the Roman leaders when they were reading this, they realized that no no no, these are powerful things. And the the most important part, or rather maybe our focus as we'll be will be going into in this series, would be on what the Greece, what the Greece had written about leadership. And their, philo- their philosophy of leadership that the Greeks had, they, they, they said that leadership, or rather, let me use greatness, they, they, in, in their history, in their theology, in their philosophy, according to them, the uh, leadership was something that you were born, you were born for. And what qualified them or what qualified an individual for them to be born a leader or what qualified an individual to be born great was the color of your skin, how your eyes were, how thick your lips were, what was the color of your hair. And to their conclusion or, or, or the, the basis of their philosophy, they, and in, in, in a nutshell, what they concluded was that for you to be born great or for you to qualify to be as great and for you to be a leader, you had to be a white man or a woman. Any white man or a woman, they qualified for greatness. They qualified to be a leader. Now, I I want you to keep this in mind as we go about through the entire series. Because if you were not white, if your skin was not white, if your hair was not blonde, if your lips were not, uh, 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 if 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 your lips were not fair, you would automatically did not qualify for greatness. In other words, you were called or you were destined to be a follower. 
Now this is what happened. They invaded Greece and they took the Greece's philosophy. They preserved their libraries. They preserved their theology, their philosophy. That that's where today things like uh, things like. Uh, politics, politics originated in Greece. When you check uh, 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 things like um, democracy, it, it it was a Greek philosophy. It was a Greek way of thinking. When you when you when you when you go about reading, you would find that at the time when uh, when Caesar or the Caesars were ruling, they ruled as kings. But as time goes by, as time went on, and 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 the Caesars kept on falling. You know, even when you go back into history, you'll realize that uh, what destroyed the Roman Empire, what destroyed the Roman Empire was immorality, was immoralities because the, the, the kings of the Caesars at the time, they, 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 they got destroyed by the, by, 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 by the, by, by the thing trapped in between their legs. And, and because of that, when uh, 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 when the Senate was formed, they realized that no, you know what, we cannot continue being ruled by an individual. We 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 because because, because the the concept the concept of of democracy was formed there. When they when they kept on reading, they realized that no, we 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 need we need to have a democratic, we we, we need to have a democratic a, a, a way of ruling or a democratic way that we would be we would be do we would be doing things, and, and just just go and do your research. You'll, you'll discover that the when because of the fact that the the they couldn't trust for the lack of a better word they could not trust whoever was in because some of them became dictators and all those other sorts of things they realized that no you know the best thing for us is to have a democratic rule uh, they, 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 they came up with this concept of like like I said democracy now the fascinating thing was that when the Greeks when the Greeks when they invaded Africa when they came to Africa when they fought the Africans when they won in Egypt when they won the battle in Egypt something happened something happened be- be- because of the fact that they came with their own philosophy. They came with their own ideas of what it takes for one to be great or what qualifies one to be a leader. When they came to Africa, we we, we had a clash, yeah. Let me call it a clash. It was a clash of philosophies, a clash of, 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 of ideologies, a clash of theologies. They came to Africa and they discovered that we Africans, we were a spiritual, we were a spiritual continent. In other words, our theology, we believed that as Africans, we, we, we had a connection with nature. We, we, we had a connection with our ancestors. Whatever, whatever theology that they found, some of it they couldn't understand. And some of it, they found that it, it collided, yeah, it clashed with their own. 
Because they believed that, they believed that for you to be great, for you to qualify to be a leader, for you to have a great life and a great future, you had to be born with a, 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 a white pigmentation. You, your hair needed to be blonde. You know, you need to have blue, whatever nonsense it is that they believed in when they came to Africa. They found that it clashed with what they thought. They found that it clashed with what they thought. Now, in order for them, now we are, go- we are going to come into characteristics that make colonialism or a colonial project to be a successful colonial project. When they came to Africa, because of the fact that they realized that, no, the way that we are thinking, our, our philosophy our theology with these Africans, they clashed. They clashed. And if we are going to be, if we are going to be successful in, in, in slavering these Africans or these blacks, let, let, me, let me use blacks. Yes, let me use blacks. Let me use blacks because... Yes, let, let me use blacks because that's the genesis of human beings. When you go, when you go back into your Bible, uh, we are also going to be using the Bible as, as, as a point of reference. As a point of reference. When you go back into the Bible and when you do your research, you will discover that Hebrews, Hebrews are Hebrews by, by, by origin are Africans. They are black. They are black. And because that we, we, we are black, when you even go further to, to your history, no, you'll, you'll go, uh, let, let, let me not get on, uh, let me get, uh, let me not get off, ta- off a tangent. But the most important thing was that when they discovered that our theology as Africans clashed with their theology as the Romans, they said that the first thing that we are going to do, we are going to burn all of their libraries. We are going to burn on their libraries. And why was that important? Because if you burned and you destroyed their libraries, you could destroy their history. I want you to underline this. You could destroy these Africans or these blacks' history. Then what happens when you destroy their history, when you destroy their culture, when you destroy whatever information they have that's tying them to their history, number one, you would give them an identity crisis. Underline this. Number one, we are saying that for a colonial, for a colonial, for colonialism to be successful, when when the Romans invaded a, a, a particular country, they had to make sure that. If it did not agree with their philosophy, if it did not agree with their theology, if it did not agree with whatever they thought about themselves, then the best way for them to take full control of that particular country is to destroy its history. Underline this, underline this, to destroy their history. And that's what they did. They destroyed the libraries they found in Egypt. They destroyed every trace they could find or they had access to, to our history. That's why when, when they were invading other countries, other countries which believed like they did, they never destroyed their history. They never destroyed their libraries. But because they wanted, they wanted, they, because Africa was a unique and a different country or a different continent, 
And because we, we, we were black, or we are predominantly black, a, a, a black continent, because their theology of greatness, their theology of leadership was that you had to be white, you had to have blonde hair, you had to have blue eyes. When they checked or when they looked at us, then they said, huh, these guys are not whites, huh, they are black. Therefore, they don't deserve leadership. They are not born to be great. They are deaf. If you are not born to be a leader or if you are not born to be great or to achieve greatness, then the opposite is true. Then it means that you were born or you were created to be a slave. You were created to be a slave. Uh, then that's why, that's why, that's why that their philosophies collided because when they came to Africans, they found that we as Africans, we, we, we are a spiritual, we are a spiritual continent. And, and that's where they found, uh, uh, we, we, we had our, we, we had the Bible because the genesis, the genesis of the human race is in Africa. Uh, I would assume, I would assume maybe if it's one of the generals who was leading the evasion of Africa. When they tried to, when they got to our manuscripts in Africa, when they when they discovered our uh, our scrolls there in the libraries, they discovered that we believe that uh, God created every human being in His own image and in His own likeness, and He He wanted these human beings uh, to to dominate to dominate the entire earth. When they, I, I, I'm just imagining, and I would like to assume that when they discovered this, when they realized that no, the way these guys believe, they believe that we are equally created. We are equally, because it, it's our history, it's part of our history. Maybe I'm assuming he, when, when Moses had his divine encounter with his creator, and he was inspired to write the book of Genesis. When, when the Greeks, I mean, when the Romans, when the Romans were reading this, saying, "Oh, huh, maybe let, let's 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 go, let's go into uh, uh, let's go let's go into into Genesis and let's let's read this, let's read this," and I'm going to be reading it from, yeah, yes, I'm going to be reading it from uh, uh, the Amplified. I'm going to be reading it from the Amplified, the Amplified version. Genesis chapter 1, verse 26. It says, And God said, Let us, Father and Son and Holy Spirit, make mankind in our image, after our likeness. And let them have complete authority over the fish of the sea, the birds of the air, the tame beasts, and over all of the earth and over everything that creeps upon the earth. Verse 27. So God created man in his own image. In the image and likeness of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. Verse 28. And God blessed them and said to them, Be fruitful, multiply, and fill the earth, and subdue it, meaning using all of its vast resources in the service of God and man. And have dominion over the fish of the sea, the birds of the air, and over every living creature that moves upon the earth. Now, when they discovered this in, in the libraries there in Egypt, 
they they did not have uh, the distinction that oh let let let's let us create men in the white man or in the Greek or in the Roman philosophy. They they when they came to us, they found that no, we believed or yes, we believe that man was created in God's image. But 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 because they did not want. They did not want to uh, uh, to acknowledge that we were all equal, whether we are black or white, Indian. Or, they did not want to acknowledge that we were equal, and because it clashed, it clashed with their theology, it clashed with their philosophy, it clashed with their ideology. Then they said, "Let's destroy all of these things. Let's dis- let's completely destroy all this information and this history about these guys." So that they will never know who they are. I want you to, they will never know who they are. They will never know where they come from. And they will never know what was their purpose that they were created. I want you to underline this. We said number one, the history, the history when you are colonizing a, hist- a country or a region's history, it's very important. If you destroy that history, then you give the people of that country an identity crisis. And when they have an identity crisis, they won't know who they are. They won't know where they come from. And they will never know what their purpose of that particular generation was. And that's what has happened with Africans. Everywhere where you are going, you will find that a black man or a black woman, they have an identity. They don't know who they are. Why don't they know who they are? Because their history was destroyed by the Romans when they were invading Africa. I want you to underline. That's why when you are, when you are studying history, You'll always find that in every, in, in every, however way you are taking it, you'll always find that there, has, there, is, there is a miss, there's missing. There's, there's something, when you try to, dis, when you are trying, when you are looking for the history of Africa, it's only now that we are rewriting our own history. Why are we now rewriting our own history? Because it was destroyed. For colonialism to be very powerful and effective, if you destroy the people that you are colonizing, if you destroy their history, they will have an identity crisis. I want you to underline this. They will have an identity crisis. They won't know who they are. They won't know where they come from. And they won't know what their purpose of them or their creation was. Then what do you do after you've destroyed their history? You, the second thing that you do, you also destroy their languages. You give them a new way of speaking. That's why even our African languages are, are, are missing. Nowadays, when you even go to anywhere you are going, you will discover that almost everywhere in Africa, Everyone is developing uh, colonial languages. We are working on learning English, Portuguese, Spanish.
Spanish, which all of these are, all of these, uh, all of these were colonies of, of, of the Roman Empire. But when it comes to our own African languages, we, most of us now, we are, we are not learning our own African languages. We are gravitating towards English. Some, 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 even these days, we are even going to learning Mandarin, Chinese, Japanese, all these languages. What happens? Now we said, number one, you destroy their history. Number two, you destroy their languages. Why do you destroy their languages? Because when you destroy their languages, then they won't be able to communicate. And even if they do communicate, when you make it law that you cannot use your African language in our territory or in our colony, then they won't be able, the, the stories, the his, they won't be able to communicate their history. Come on now. I hope you are following along. We said, number one, you destroy their history. Number two, you destroy their language. When you destroy their language, you 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 end up in you end up. Uh, uh, when you give them your own language, you would understand what it is that they are saying. That when they share their history, or when they try to communicate their history. When, when, when they try to share about where, who they are, where they come from, what their purpose was, you could then be able to hear, then you would be able to crush or to destroy whatever it is that they would be sharing. Because what you don't want is that you don't want these people that you are, you've given an identity crisis, these people that you've given, your, or you've given them a new history, you, you are telling them that, uh, you know, you guys, we as whites, we were born from a superior race. We were created by Zeus, our God. We were created by this other many other gods. We were created by gods. But you guys, you black guys, ah, you, you, you just fell from the sky. You just fell from the skies and you were born as slaves. When you are giving them this particular, uh, uh, when you are giving them this history, when you are teaching them about the Roman Empire, who Caesar was, who, when you are teaching them your own history, because now they can't even talk or they, they can't even talk about their history. Over time, as the generations come, their history they won't. Uh, they they will have this identity crisis. They will no longer know who they are. They won't know what their history was. So we said, number one, you destroy their history. Number two, you destroy their languages so that they won't be able. So that they won't be able uh, to communicate or talk to each other. And number three, or the last one, you destroy their heritage. You destroy their culture. You, 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 you destroy even their own symbols. And that's what happened. And, and, and probably maybe, uh, let me take another tangent. That's where the introduction of missionaries, and that, that's where the introduction of missionaries, because they realized that, oh, huh. I don't know. I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened, but you... You will send in your question, or if maybe you've got a reply, you can just record your own podcast as a reply or as a voice note. You'll just reply, and then we will share. But for me, I'm, I'm just I'm just gonna assume. I'm just gonna make an intelligent. I'm just gonna make an intelligent uh, assumption that when they were doing this, then they realized that okay, because of the fact that we've destroyed their history, we've destroyed their languages, and we've destroyed their culture. 
Now let's give them a culture. You even destroy their beliefs, what they believe about themselves. Let's even destroy their beliefs. And if we destroy their beliefs, we, we will be able to shape. We will also be able to control the way they are thinking. And, and I love, I love, I love what Kata G. Woodson say. Uh, 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 let me let, let me read this quote for you. Let me let me read this quote for you. Uh, please bear with me. Let me read this quote for you so that you will be able to. Uh, 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 let me read this for you so so that so that you will hear you will hear how powerful this is. I'm reading. This is a quote from Kataji Woodstone. Ah, yes, okay, that one is it's downloading. And I want you, I want, I want you to listen to this very carefully, and and see how it ties or how it's linked to the destruction or to the di- the destruction of the mental, the mental concept or ideas of an African man. Kataji Winston says, "If you can control a man's thinking, ah." How do you then control a man's thinking? You destroy his history, you destroy his languages, you destroy his culture, and you give him your own, you give him your own history, you give him your own culture, you 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 you, you give him an identity that's not who he is. You confuse him. He says, if you can control a man's thinking, you don't have to worry about his actions. Mm. When you when you determine what a man shall think, you don't have to concern yourself about what he will do. If you you don't have to concern yourself of what he will do. Okay? When you determine what a man shall think, you don't have to concern yourself about what he will do. If you make a man feel that he is inferior, you don't have to compel him to accept any inferior status for he will seek it himself if you make a man think that he is justly an outcast you don't have to order him to the back door he you don't have to order him to to the back door he will go without being told and if there is no back door his very nature will demand one if if you listen to these words these are powerful. This is what has happened to Africans. Now, while they were while they were working on our giving us our history, giving us a version of their history, giving us a version of our identity, they ended up even the because after you've colonized, for you to be able to change their history, to to change a colony's or a country's history. You would then you would then need to educate them. That's when they were creating our schools. They made sure that in our schools or in the schools, because they had destroyed our history, they had destroyed every trace that we had with our uh, with our history. Then they taught us everywhere you go, everywhere you go, whether it was here in South Africa, you will find that they will be teaching. Here we were taught about the history of Jan van Riebeck. Everywhere you go, you are taught about the history of whichever country colonized. By doing that, you can control the way that they were thinking when you get to the educational system because it was not created to liberate us. It was just the, the system, the educational system, 
It was created for us to be able to effectively, I want you to underline this, to be able to effectively serve the masters, which were the whites. Excuse me, let me take a sip of my water. Because the history, the history that you were destroying, you didn't want them to think effectively. So you are giving them a way of thinking. You are teaching them a way of thinking. And the way of thinking that you are giving to these Africans, you are teaching them to be servants. You are teaching them to be servants of this, uh, the colonial masters. You are teaching them to be servants of the white men. You are not teaching them how to think. You are teaching them what to think. That's why even when you go, in fact, even that's why even when you are going every field of study, it was not teaching us how to think, but it was teaching us what to think. That, that's why this is important. That's why everywhere you'll go in Africa, you'll find that everywhere a black man is learning, he was not learning how to think, but he was taught what to think. Why? Because if you can control a man and he's thinking, you don't have to ask yourself, what is he doing? Because you have changed his mind. You've destroyed his history. You've destroyed his culture. You've destroyed everything up. You've destroyed his identity. Then there is, because of the fact, the hunger within that man or woman, because of that hunger of that man or a woman to discover himself, he would come to you and ask, where do I come from? Who am I? Then you answer all these questions in the educational system. You tell them that, no, you guys were created to be slaves. You guys were created to work in their farms, to work for us as whites, excuse me, <coughs> to work for us as whites. You, you, got, you guys were just created to be slaves. Then one day, because of this philosophy and this ideology, it then, it then gave rise to uh, uh, the, slave, the selling of slaves in Africa because they invaded Africa, they own Africa, they own our lands, they own everything because of the ideology that we spoke about that if you were to be great or if you were created to be great, you had to be white, you had to have this kind of a hair. When they look at you and they, the philosophy or the ideology and the theology that they believe in, Therefore, you were created to be a slave. You were created to serve them. So what do we do? Then they start selling and trading. They start selling and trading the blacks all over, whether it was to Europe, whether it was to wherever they were, say, they were transporting us. Now what happens? You are, they take you from Africa, they take you to America. When you get there, you don't know who you are, you don't know what your history is, you don't know what your culture is, you don't know who your language, you don't know your history, you don't know your, what your people did, you don't, you don't, ah, come on, whatever, whatever happened. So that's why we are where we are today. Because of, that's why I always say that the success of colonialism was <coughs> Africa. We might be not in chains anymore like we used to be. But the shackles that have us or the shackles that have been present us right now currently are the shackles of our mind. And on the next episode, on the next episode, 
we are going to talk about uh, uh, we are we are going today we spoke about colonialism how colonialism was used to destroy africa we're talking about how colonialism was used to destroy africa that's what we are talking about today in this episode on the next coming episode we are going to link it with the slavery of the africans or in egypt and 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 how god wanted to set this these people free so thank you thank you so much for tuning in and 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 listening to to my uh, to to my historical to my historical background about how africa was enslaved and the important role that colonialism played in enslaving africa and my hope is that as you are listening to this podcast you would maybe you would respond maybe by sending me an email if it's an email or you would respond by sending me your voice note to respond to this or whatever it is or whatever it is that you want to send for us to engage maybe we will engage in a debate or maybe we will have um, we will have an int- whatever form of way you think that you want to respond with this I I I I'm I'm looking forward to your response and to be able to hear your own thoughts and I hope that maybe when we get to maybe the hundredth episode or the thousandth episode of pursuing purpose in an African context you and I will be able maybe to share that no you know what we'll be sharing with our children or whoever would be listening to this podcast so thank you for tuning in I'll see you next time